<laughs> We're live now. PKN episode 153. Goddamn long for a secondary podcast. Dude, Game of Thrones happened. Yes. Did I, it? So no, it wasn't this week. <laughs> <laughs> there was some criticism. Oh, by the way, spoilers. We're, I'm, I'm, no spoiler restrictions. Knock yourself out. If you haven't seen Game of Thrones yet, then you're not a fan. So a lot of people fussed about the pacing of the show. Like, did you guys hear that too? There were a lot of complaints. Everyone the loved the was... cold open, but... Yeah, yeah so... the only complaint I heard was that it went kind of slow. I, I heard lots maybe of Maybe I haven't looked as into it as you guys. All right, but so, what other so I, did not, I did not love this episode. Um, I liked it. It started off so goddamn strong, but like I, as a Redditor pointed out, my girlfriend doesn't like it when I climax in the first five minutes. I don't like that from Game of Thrones either. And that's what happened. They like they hit their high point two minutes in. As soon as I see Arya, as soon as I saw uh, Walder Frey sitting there, I was like, "Oh shit, she is." I knew it was her first of all, and I was like, "She's gonna rally the Frey armies and fucking like attack somebody just for that, like send them into a like a crazy war with the Lannisters or something, and then peace out." Be like, "Oh, we're in the north." Go fight the Lannisters! And, like, she's going to peace out. But no, no. As soon as she's like, that's why I called every fray that matters or, mm-hmm. or, 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 or is worth a damn. I was like, oh, shit. Break I, out the wine. Break I, out the wine. I did not know. Um, I've, I've got two things to say. One is I didn't know. I could, when they did it, I thought we had gone back in time to when he was still alive. Like, not a long time earlier. But, you know, they were just doing a recap, a thing we didn't know mm-hmm. already. That's, that's what I thought was going down. Um... I forget. At one point, she's like, you know, how does a cheap person like me hold two things in one fortnight? And I'm like, ooh, now I'm pretty sure this is current. Like, I'm not positive. It could have been before the previous one. But, you know, (laughs) I was pretty sure because I don't jump to conclusions even when maybe I should. So uh, uh, anyway, conclusions. conclusions. I like to write. I I really like a lot of proof. It frustrates my wife. You know, what he demands that conclusions be brought to him. (laughs) Give me the transcript, woman. (laughs) When she talks, I I don't want to go too off topic here, but like she's like, everyone else understands me. And I'm like, no, you need to disambiguate the direct object. Like you just changed people. Anyway, so uh, but then she started talking about their bravery. And, you know, she's, oh, yes, you bravely cut the mother of five's throat and stabbed that pregnant woman in the belly. And they're all like, maybe weird. Yeah, brave. Not a very inspiring she, my lord. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when I knew it was her. And and the opening was great. But here's the thing. And I read this on Reddit. It's not my idea. Would people have loved this episode if they opened with Daenerys landing at Dragonstorm, right? So, like, the opening scene, Daenerys, or whatever, Daenerys, or fucking Danny or Mother of Dragons. If the Mother of Dragons had landed on Dragonstone, Dragon Island, Dragonville. If the Mother of Dragons had gone to Dragonville and then walked in there, pulled down the sigil, and they started the show that way, and they ended the show with Arya, like, taking out all the phrase, if people would have been... I agree. Away. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. I agree with you 100%. That was my thought. but Because that was the, when that happened at the beginning of the show, I was like, oh, my fucking God. Every storyline is going to be like this? <laughs> like like Sam Tarly is going to pull out Hart's Bane right away and cut his dad's head off. And Jon Snow is going to already have assembled a big army. And he's at the wall looking down. And, like, <laughs> Cersei's already, like, made allies. And their troops are – and she's like, but look at my – it's like that moment when uh, – Saruman climbs the tower and he's like, 
And he's like, but, but my lord, there is no such force. And he like fucking throws the doors open here. Oof, oof, oof. And you're like, dear God, he's got tens of thousands. <laughs> like, I thought each storyline was going to be over the top, crazy good. And it was just not. Each storyline was. And, I, and, and as I saw the Sam shit montage, while I was okay with it, and I felt like it was imparting to me. Quit more, it, here's, here's why. I know you don't like it. Doing that? I, yeah. know, I know you don't like it, but here's why it's good. When you say they, you, was that me or Taylor? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I, and I didn't like it either. I didn't want to watch shit and it, like happen. Mm-hmm. That. But, but, but it was important because they needed to tell us just how long Sam's been there trying to do things the right way. You know, just how long he's been there trying to like beg, borrow, steal, follow all of the rules. Like not, we need to know like, like why, why didn't he go into the bookcase right away? We need to know that he's exhausted all of his options. And then he's there with like the grand maester or whatever. And it's, and you quickly realize that the grand maester is the worst kind of uh, uh, character to reason with because he believes Sam. He believes the, the, the White Walker and the Night King are coming. He just thinks that the world is bigger than any one event. He's like, oh, people have said it was over before, but we always weather it. He doesn't understand the magnitude of the situation, and he's too smart for his own good. Sam recognizes that, and he's like, all right, that's it. I've been here like three months. The kid seems like he's been here three years. He's got a fucking full head of hair now. And I've exhausted Damn, every outfit. I've been grew quick. I've been cleaning shit day in day out. Every day's vomit and shit, and and nobody's gonna hear me out. Not even the smartest guy here. Like, and and, and it's clear that like tomorrow he's not gonna be able to get that Grand Maester to get on his side. The Grand Maester's got his mind hundred percent made up on this. There's no new evidence that's gonna sway him. So Sam's like, all right, it's time to. It, we've done beg and borrow. Now it's steal time. Like it's, well, it's it time. It wouldn't to, have made any sense for Sam's character to go into Old Town. And immediately start rifling through things that he wasn't allowed in. Like he's I, always I, been I kind of a pussy who has Libraryville. To... Libraryville. <laughs> so in in Booktown, you know, <laughs> like they, it, it really like it does make sense why they had to have that little montage because if you saw day one, Sam was like, I can't handle this, you know, shit bucket, and then he walks over there and grabs a book. It's like that's not. What, what, Sam? You've never done anything like that. You only even killed a White Walker because it ambled close to your blade and wasn't very coordinated. Like, you were not, you know, the, the I, you know, daring swordsmith in that opportunity. So they had to do that. I thought the montage was funny, but it also really grossed me out, yeah. the poop part, to the point where I'd, like, be watching the montage, like, oh, that's pretty funny. Ah, he's scrubbing the floor. He's got to do, oh! Oh, he's back to scrubbing the floor. Okay, yeah, <laughs> all right. What's gonna? Oh, and it's like <laughs> totally. His duties. Too. It was like his I duties take... were not varied enough and for me. Here... I, I would have liked some sweeping. Like I really struggled with this. It appeared that he was like making soup and cleaning bedpans, and those instruments were very similar to me. Were that, they the? It was meant to be. Yeah, yeah it was. It point. was. It was meant for you to like get into his mind and this thing where. All he does is serve food and clean shit. He's on both ends of the servitude, and it's all begin to blend together. Just I wasn't as it begins 100% to blend sure for us. that he wasn't serving food in shit pans. Yeah, yeah. It's it, you're meant to get that. He's uh-huh. not. But 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 you're meant I to like. For, it's all the, it's meant to blend together for us the way it's blending for him. And, and you're supposed to feel like Sam's at the end of his rope here. Like like he's been quiet and diligent. And like reading his books and trying to be so polite, clearly because he does not lose weight at this point. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like he he has spent years at a frozen wall north of the world. Like can you imagine if <laughs> his father saw food. him? 
You know, he did. Like, his father did last season. Remember, he he, he, he goes, yeah. would anyone like some more bread? And Sam's like, yeah, right over here. He's like, you're not fat enough. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no bread. Then I should have not if, I should say, when he saw his son Sam. Like, that should have been a bigger topic of conversation. Like, Sam, the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, you're the size of three men. And I know that you're not rolling around in ho-hos and cupcakes up there at the wall. So you by, just by you being this level of fat, someone has paid with their life. That's what he said. That's what he said. He, he was like, I expect you to make a man of you. I trust you still can't sit horse or swing a sword. Someone else has been keeping you fat. You found someone else to keep you fat. That's Dad, you, you don't done. understand. Craft <laughs> Services is excellent on this set. <laughs> they keep we got flop. Cinnabon. <laughs> yeah, you see it, my lord. The Grand Master says it's a pituitary problem. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like if they had brought in the Better Call Saul people, they could have come up with a nicer way to explain the passage of time. I, I just didn't need to see all the soup and the poop. It was too much for me. It took away from the show. I, back to the first critique you had of it, both of you, I guess. I I hadn't really thought about the order of it as much because I always give a lot more leeway to the first episode or two of a given season because I'm just so into it again that I'm like, oh, all right, like all my friends are back, like all these cool characters. I don't care if you're doing a little bit of a boring thing right now, mm. Arya or whatever. Arya, bad example for this episode, but yeah, you're right. That, it really could have changed the whole episode if they'd taken the Arya part juxtaposed it with the uh, Daenerys part because there was really no reason that one had to go before the other. You could throw either one mm-hmm. in any order. It's just a little vignette. So yeah, and I yeah, like that would have really because... capped it off. But already, like on Twitter, you can tell what the biggest storyline in people's minds is because that character always starts trending. Like, I don't know, as she was taking her face hmm. off and becoming Arya, it started trending on Twitter. And it was like everybody... Everybody was on Team Arya's, but you're right. It put me, it put me up there. Like I was ratcheting up the the uh, roller coaster, the click 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 click, and I got up there, and then Arya died, like right there, and then or Arya, Arya not Arya did some killing. I missed that part right there, and then it just kind of <laughs> yeah. The rest down. of the ride was smooth. Kind of approached boring. There were other high points to me. I really like Clegane's uh, Clegane's story right yes, now. It's it, yes. it's it's the most fascinating. He's the most uh, uh, fluid of all the characters as far as his his makeup. He is changing right now in a way that characters rarely do. You know, there's a lot. Jamie went through a change. If you remember when his hand cut off, he became a sort of a much different kind of guy. And Clegane is doing the same thing right now. Clegane is becoming a good guy. He had his preacher friend last season, you know, telling him it's not too late to change, Clegane. You've got, you still got time. It's almost like it reminds me of Logan. You know, like you know, remember when uh, Patrick Stewart said, "You still have time, Logan." It's it, it's great. And then <laughs> yeah, he, they go back to the house. Doing good in the world. <laughs> Clegane yeah. always had some Fuck good it. in him, though. Like I, I get, like when he was bringing Arya around and keeping her alive, I get that. But he, he didn't believe selling it. her, and and you know he's gonna give her back to the Starks for some prize. But it, it always seemed like there was a hint of protectionism in him. A hint, like there was some good in there. But he wouldn't admit it to himself before. Now he will. Now well, you're like, right. Like, like, I mean, he's definitely going through a character arc. Yeah, and I love that. Like, he's like, look into the flames, Clegane, and he's like, and Clegane's just like. He can. He, it's it's like shit. We need to get Clegane in here reading the fire every night. First of all, because he's got it down. He's twenty twenty fire vision. But like, maybe eight words into him reading the fire, expecting him to go, and I see a great bald bastard. Yes, he's <laughs> ugly. He's ugly and cold. He's sitting by a fire, and a big man slapped him in the face. 
<laughs> it's like, it's like, just like, just be fucking with him the whole time. Like he doesn't see shit. I, I was hoping that that was see, pig Varys feet. could read yeah. fire too. Did you guys see Roy chicken? Varys read fire last season. I just rewatched it. Uh, and he, they didn't tell us what he saw, but he read the fire and then he went and took action. Yeah, we still don't know. I, I want to know what's going on uh, at this point with his sorcerer. Yeah, you uh, know, all, I, I, so gone. there was a time where I thought, I was like, there's a wizard in the box. There's a wizard in the box. Maybe that's how he knows things. And, and they like in, deliberately, I don't know if it was the show or the book, but like deliberately there were things where he just couldn't know. And I was like, does he know everything through a network of spies or the wizard in the box? Is he using some sort of magic? And everyone thought I was crazy. They forgot. It seemed like you guys forgot about the wizard in the box. But I, I, I just, like, I really. I felt like the wizard in the box had a less. I, I'm with you. I thought about the wizard in the box for a while. But, but his ending was less ambiguous to me than Gendry's was. Or, because I think Gendry's still yeah. out there and he's going to come back. Whereas I think the wizard in the box is long gone. Wait, didn't he um, keep him alive for decades, or was were we thought to, were we meant to think that he just got him? He he just had gotten yeah, him. He just, he just had acquired him, him. and oh. uh, and it was in my mind, it was like he's gonna do some torturing, but like this guy ain't gonna last more than a couple weeks here. Like 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 he's gonna have a rough time of it, but we're not gonna keep him forever. But Gendry, right? you're right. On the other hand, with Gendry, it's like you, that guy just started rowing like half a decade ago. At this point, like in, in real time. Five I years he's been rowing, and <laughs> if he if he really does show back up in the show, it it would be so stupid and disjointed. It would almost bother. It would bother me. Where it'd be yes, like, wait, wait. Gendry's so you just kept this on the back burner like for this whole time and gave no allusions to any advancement of plot whatsoever? Like what the fuck? Like, what? Here's what's been what's going coming. on with this same person? Everybody else has grown huge. You're gonna find mouth. out. Here's what I think is gonna happen with Gendry. There's gonna be an episode that opens up with Gendry fucking rowing. And there's gonna be a little Rowan montage. Maybe he gets mm. more and more pumped as you go. Just he's like, he's, he's got the 24 inch anacondas. <laughs> he's just fucking pumping that thing. And I think he gets like a third of an episode devoted to him and showing where he's been, what he's been up to, and his whole journey. And then maybe he leads back into this thing. They, but he better, and I mean, mm. he better be fucking huge arms. Because first of all, he's Robert Baratheon's son, right? I want him to be, he, he should be. Like by genetically, just a beast, mm. and, and and he's been rowing all that time, and he was already a blacksmith. He already was a pump dude. I'm hoping. I, I don't know what the actor looks like, but I, I'm hoping that if I Google that actor's name, they'd be like, you know, Wilson Davies continues his five-year bodybuilding trend. <laughs> like, no, no sign of acting in his career. Like, we, we don't know what's up. And you just look at him. He's just he's got almost fake biceps. Mm. I want him to come in and grab Robert. He's Jordan. got a shirt that says Nash. like, uh, "Never leg day." You know, <laughs> <laughs> I want him to get Robert's Warhammer and smash, but uh, but I, I like Kagan's story. I think that's going places. Yeah, that's I, I, I particularly, I think it's specifically, I think it's going to the north. Clegane, I think, takes and his little band of men there, uh, the the guys without borders or the banners, yeah, the the the, the men without banners, whatever the fuck they are. They're going to that castle up on the wall, same place that uh, the red bearded wildling guy Thorin or whatever is going. And uh, I think that's going to be a big battle. Uh, and I think a lot of our favorite characters are going to die. I would, uh, I'm looking for Daenerys to get smacked around. Like, so what I thought was going to happen was this. I thought Euron was going to meet her in the water, like at sea, and sink a bunch of her fleet. Because right now she seems OP. She, OP. she can easily well, take out the Lannisters in terms of all that power and might. And she can easily take out the North. She just seems like the obvious winner. But she'll get knocked oh, down no, a peg. She, she, uh, 
actually, I don't know if you haven't considered it, but she she can absolutely not take the North with the army she has. Because they're cold. of all these they're people used people. to hot weather. They don't know how to. They don't have the equipment for it. Like if as soon as like the unsullied come across, like, and I'm, I think what Kyle is thinking as well is that if you have a, a really professional Lannister regiment or whatever, and it goes up against the unsullied, like the unsullied are used to killing people fleeing and running away and you know every once in a while coming out big on top of another armored foe but for the most part they don't like they're mercenary uh warriors that you buy well, the slaves right yeah yeah so, like, they're, not, I've been they're tra- not trained to the, this the, not the, sure. the unsullied are i think the unsullied are more hardcore than you give them credit for. yeah they're yeah, they're, I, they're, they're, they're like spark can i jump in I, I think i think i'm not sure but i think taylor's wrong too i think the unsullied are meant to be really tough the nipple slicing and all that stuff but there's eight thousand of them Whereas some of these other armies are like 65,000 deep. The mm-hmm. Dothraki, there's like 60,000 of them. Like, there's a, ah, oh, I don't know where these up. Jamie's got, got them from like, a YouTube video. I don't know. Uh, Lannister's ah, have <laughs> the biggest army by number, right, so, I think. So look at Jamie's. Jamie da- is, the, is the. does. Okay, so Jamie is the. Jamie's the head of the Lannister army, right? And he marched it down to the to the uh, the the twins to help the Freys take that castle back from the Blackfish. Mm-hmm. He had either six or eight thousand men. I can't remember which. Eight thousand. I, I think that that's about it. I think the Lannisters have about eight, maybe ten thousand, maybe just a couple more thousand back back at Castle Rock, something like that. Um, but In you saw you saw what they're pulling from right now. That group of soldiers that Arya ran into, that that group of pussies like Ed Sheeran apparently, mm-hmm. who I didn't even know who that was. Didn't recognize him. Didn't bother me a bit. If it had been Justin Bieber sitting there, I'd have had a fit. But I don't know who Ed Sheeran is, so I was cool with it. Um, but I think the army sizes are smaller than you think. Daenerys is going to get fucked up um, on her journey to the mainland. Because she's still on an island. She's on Dragonstone. She's still got to get all that shit to the, the mainland where, where everybody is. So she's going to fight Euron at sea in a big naval battle. And Euron is going to get a prize, right, to win, the, to win Cersei over. So that's either him kidnapping... Uh, uh, Tyrion, or that's him going getting that dragon horn that that controls dragons. Right. Yeah, it's it's something like that most likely. Um, He's gonna so, get the dragon horn. That's gonna make so. Cersei. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I was thinking immediately I'm, Tyrion because he knows yeah. how much that and Tyrion that kind is of shit appeals. He referred to it as a gift. Tyrion's been referred to as a gift before. I I, I, I am without any basis very confident that it's the dragon horn uh, and that he's going to, and the dragon horn is going to control one dragon and that's going to just mess things up. Maybe he gets Drogo and the other two smaller dragons remain Daenerys and that balance that because we have to balance it. She needs to be nerfed. Um, I watched this YouTube video by seeming experts and uh, they were going over all the military sizes and you're right. The Lannis isn't that big, but they're partnered with someone. I forget who, but they still have an ally. Not it's anymore. The, the only ally, yeah, the only ally they have left is uh, is Euron, and and he's kind of iffy right now. They got nobody left. Maybe it, well, uh, I thought there was one more land-based the, one. The, not not a big one. Not one of the ones that's in the the opening of the show. You know, with all the sigils, like the Tyrells, clearly against them. You just right, killed right. her her grandchildren. Uh, they've partnered with Dorn. Dorn clearly against them with the whole Ilia and and the and the Red Dorn, Viper yes. and all that. In the Sand People. I know. Is she with Daenerys? Mm, they, yes, 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 yeah, because Varys went over there and, and met yeah, with her. All yeah. of the biggest houses have joined with Daenerys um, in the south, uh, the Tyrells and the and Dorne. Um, and then, of course, in the north, you've got a real shitty situation, right? you got John up. John is not going to want to be... If John and Daenerys communicate, it's going to be like, ah, I want to be queen of everything. He's like, 
you don't understand. <laughs> You'll be queen of the ice. Like, you know, like, through it. Yeah. <laughs> it I died work. last year. Like, like, trust me, it's bad. I, I like, feel like, like, I don't feel like Daenerys is too OP just because I feel like it's meant to show, like, see the might of the Tyrells and the Dornishmen and the Lannisters and the, you know, whoever else, uh, the, the Baratheons, the Starks, all of that. And the Dothraki, nothing at all compared to the North zombie army and the White Walkers coming down. Like, every person they kill is, uh, they're gaining two spots on you. Yeah, because right. they gain a soldier and you lose, you lose one. A so you're, if you have a bad loss to them, you didn't have a casualty of, you didn't lose 5,000 men. They gained 5,000. There was a 10,000 man swap right yeah. there. And if you yeah. lost to them right there, you think you're going to have a good chance next time? No. Like, that's but like there's, how I, there's, there's, I, have the, like, I have the breakdown. They desperately need those dragons altogether to handle the White Walkers. Let me jump in because I've got the numbers here. The Cersei Lannister army has the Crownlands, 10 to 15,000 soldiers, the Westerlands, 30,000, the Riverlands, 15,000, the Iron Islands, about 10,000, the Iron Islands, this is now we're in a Navy forces, 500 to 1,000 ships, the Westerlands Navy is 50 ships, the Royal Fleet is 100 ships. Daenerys' army has 8,000 Unsullied, 30 to 50,000 Martells, 30 to 50,000 Tyrells, 50 to 60,000 Dothrakis, about 5,000 Greyjoys, 100 Greyjoy Navy ships, 200, I don't even know, the Redwind ships, and then 200 Slaver ships, and then there's the Dragons. I don't think that's right. Because where's he getting his numbers? Like, like, because we watched the shows, right? There was no part where they were like, and does the we've never, I haven't even heard of the Westerlands, right? And the Riverlands are gone. The Freys are the Riverlands, and the and the twins are, right? Like that, uh, that's what that is. I guess you're so, right. Uh, this was from July 14th, so it would be right before the show, I guess. Ah, uh, yeah. He don't know shit. Like, like he doesn't have any source. The Frey material. leadership He's going is off gone, books. but it's not like the entire house Frey. And like all those people who supported it are gone, so somebody's gonna fill that vacuum. Like mm. maybe it'll be John. Maybe he hops in, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah you're you're northern enough. You want to be part <laughs> of a group finally?" John you know? is the forgiving sort. We figured that out. I, uh, the world he, couldn't he be better than if John when... wins and gets Tyrion as his right hand man. That's and then Arya around to like futz with people. Like I know I want her involved too. <laughs> yeah. But that yeah, seems like the most moral possible outcome for everybody in Westeros. You know, like John. And Tyrion, two people who did, never belonged, and now they're setting policy, and they'll understand how people have it and how shit it is, and they're like medieval feudal system. Or that's whatever. too easy though. So, so like I think John will probably fucking die or something, and the Hound will be the will be the hero of all this. He's the one. That's been, he's, <laughs> he's the, the one closest one to the. Um, the Lord of Light has already touched him once. Clearly, he, he's he's half his fucking face is gone. He might be Azora a high or whatever you pronounce that silliness that 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 man made up that big fat fellow. Um, he could be the hero of all this. He could get there and like the Ice King can't even cut him or something. Like, like we'll, we'll see what happens when Clegane gets to the wall and deals with, with whites and white walkers. What I really liked was when we saw the army of the dead and there were giants in it. I was like, yes. I, so many Did silly fool people on Reddit are going to be yum, like, yum. I was about to say so many silly people are going on Reddit are going to be like, is that one, one? Yeah. No, of course not, not. Because that guy's missing the wrong eye and they're north of the wall. So somehow one, one would have to. They'd have had been foolish enough not to burn one 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 first right. of all, or bury him, and then he would have had to reanimate and walk like two or three hundred miles up north over the wall once, join the army, be like, "I'm, I'm here, guys." It's, 
it's easy over there. Wait, I was just there, and then they'd have to t- all turn around. It that's just silly. And there's three giants, of course. You know, it's it's like all of the giants that three ever that existed, we can see that, that we could can be see. More. All of the giants that have ever existed are in that army. There are zombie bears in that army in the books. There are ice spiders in that army in the books. Like there's scary shit in Imagine there. Imagine if they utilize those giants in any way at all that is not stone cold retarded the way John did with one one in the battle mm-hmm. against uh, Ramsey. Yeah. Where like I, that that's such a great battle. I watched it with some friends catching up the other the other weekend, and it was like, just watching it is upsetting. Where it's like nobody could have got that guy a stick, um, a, a large chain, a net, um, a, a give him oh, a net. you know tape four Imagine. spears together. Yeah, give a net, toss a, a that giant over a chain size. net, and you toss it over a bunch of guys, and then one one just fucking ah. walks in a different direction. Hey, we've made a hole in their lines. Wow, how did you what did you did you do it with? Tactics? No, we used the, the thirty-foot soldier we have available. <laughs> it's like, oh man, we, like, uh, uh, man, hindsight twenty-twenty. We should have got him a weapon before. If we I'm John Snow, if I'm John Snow, all of my resources, all of my smiths are like, they're not. They, make One me a helmet big enough for that guy, mm-hmm. and a and a whole suit of armor for him. Everyone, pile your armor in a pile. Take it off. Take it off. He needs it. Like, yeah, that's melted what I would do. Really, you think down. that's wise? Is he that oh. OP? Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you arm him up, like already he's almost invulnerable to arrows. Like, like you, it took that crazy double recurve bow right in the eyeball to really fell him. Part of me but, wonders but, if the giant is only worth like eight people. Oh, the giant no. is worth uh, probably hundreds, hundreds of people, hundreds of people. You think? Yeah. I mean, imagine this: if they had just, if if they were too stupid and lazy to get him a chain net or just a regular chain, imagine he has. A, I don't know, 100 foot chain in his hands. And Ramsey's guys are running in. He just goes, he can't handle a He's like a long chain, right? How tall is he? 30 feet? Probably yeah. 30 feet or so. I, I 30 think that feet. If I were to arm you with a chain, somewhere around six feet would be a good length. If I were to give Ultimate. you, I'll exaggerate, a 100 foot, no, a 15 foot chain. You'd be like, Woody, this chain is too long. I can't but swing it properly. But he's not strong to us. Do you remember the scene where he's like an like, If you had a normal size fence post, could right. you like hammer it into the ground with your arm? No, like, I no, no not. human could do right, that. Nah. He took like a tree and like just uh, not even like he was like everybody watch me. It was like a all right, ugh, goddamn chores, you know, <laughs> and like doing like that. Like I, I have so much confidence. If they just use a little bit of tactics with those giants, they will get shit done. Imagine if they just gave him a big pile of rocks next to him. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, hey, what should I, what do I do? Yeah, well, one, one, you're going to pick up all these rocks and you're just going to heave them at the enemy. They're going to be horrified because look at how many 35 feet tall people they have on there. Yeah, exactly right, one, one. They don't, have, they don't have a single person your size. The so biggest you just, guy like, is six, six. Like, like I wanted that, this. So, so um, last yeah. PKA, we watched a guy kill a bear with a big spear, right? Yeah. Would it not just take half a dozen people like that to take out the giant? That bear weighed 300 pounds. One one would weigh like 3,000 pounds or something like, like that. He's just gargantuan. Hmm. Like, 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 I mean, they did kill him. Yeah, the spear. And that's why the armor is so necessary. Like, like I would have, I'd be like, if I were Jon Snow, I'd be looking at like my front line. I'd be like, hey, uh, nine of you. That looks like about enough armor to get our good buddy here covered. Who do you think is going to make better use of it? Well, my professional tactician opinion is that you guys, you, you may still kill one apiece. 
But him without anything is going to kill sixty guys. Before we him got with here. armor is going to kill three hundred guys, and he'll still come back to our camp afterward and be okay. He'll just be a reusable. Keep killing until you're tired. You are selling like, me on the armor thing. I might even be like, look, you six guys. Is that what we said? Six guys. Yeah. However, congratulations. You're getting tomorrow off, right? We, we've <laughs> yeah. decided that, that, like, look, I'm not a murderous leader. You're like, whatever. You're going to spend the whole day putting an feathers on arrows. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, whatever it is that we, will help you in some way that you don't need armor. And, and you're going to Except get for you, team. Tommy Two Fingers. You're on the front line no matter what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that would have been Sorry. a wise decision. But yeah. So I didn't watch it. There's a video called What Do the White Walkers Want? They want something. To, I, I, like, I, I feel was, like they're just an evil, like there's recurrence in the world where it's just like they don't want anything except to make the world the, their own. Like they just so, want to conquer everything and make winter a part of all reality. I don't think their motivations have been clearly laid out. The the, the whites, the zombie army, they they have no motivation whatsoever. But the White Walkers, you know, those guys with the wrinkled faces mm. and blue eyes and cool weapons. Those are the guys in charge. Those guys used to be humans, and the children of uh, the forest shoved that dragon glass in their heart, and now they're that. And so that's, it's children of the forest magic that's, that motivates them. And I don't know how that works, but it seems like she shoves that dragon glass in and there whispers in his ear, kill all the men. And like that's now his mission or something like that since like the beginning of time, since the first man has been to just kill all men. And, and, and I don't know. It seems like he wants the, 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 the big winner to come. Uh, they've kind of posed him almost as the antithesis of the Lord of Light, but I don't know if he's that powerful at all. I, although, man, when he raised his arms and all, and, and he resurrects those people, that's it's about as powerful. That's the most powerful magic we've seen. I mean, we saw the red priestesses bring one guy back. You know, mm. Thorin brought the guy back, and then the red woman, she brought Melisandre, brought that guy back, uh, Jon Snow back, but he went. <laughs> like, yeah. And, like, the whole field of battle stood up. It, so. It's crazy. And it, it seems, I mean, with the exception of the whole dragon glass killing the, the head guys, killing a zombie army is impossible, right? Because even if you outscore them like six to one in terms of a kill death ratio, all right, now we all go back up uh, and, and we're 15% larger or whatever that this is. This is one of those television and movie conveniently uh, disposed of armies where if you cut the head off, all the, all the little pieces drop dead. Yeah, I, I considered that too. That might be the case. But it, yeah. it, anyway, but we're going to get. I will get a scene where dragons fly like strafe a, a whole legion of whites and just <laughs> roast them like triple, like all three of them swarming around and burning them up. That's going to be I that's going to be a big moment. I love the episode. I absolutely loved it. And then I go on the Internet and they taught me to not like it. I feel like sometimes that <laughs> happens with my videos or PKA. Like, like people watch me like, yeah, yeah really enjoy this it's kind of funny like I, like I, it's time well spent and then they go on the internet and they're like you know what that did suck and, and that happened to me on game of thrones a little bit like i i, I watched it and i was like yeah yeah it's back it's going you know we got set up for all these like a lot of my favorite characters got touched um the the aria scene of course was amazing like i'm, I'm like yes you know it, it's not a whole season but you know i'm, I'm psyched and then they're like, ah, the pacing, not enough happened. Don't rem don't forget, there's only are there eight episodes. You know, so there's only seven left. And I'm like, oh yeah, I guess when you consider that, you know, there's not yeah. as many episodes. Maybe I do want more. I, I don't. It was know. just I, it, the only part of this, the episode I thought was boring was all was most of the Daenerys storyline for this and, episode. It just the, wasn't um, very good. Sand, and the yeah. reason I don't think she's totally broken, aside from what I said about the 
White Walkers being so just un- just so infinitely powerful than all the other groups, like just with their ability to create warriors. Like she, Daenerys, is just she's she's a bad leader. She doesn't make good decisions. She defers in any sort of difficult situation and then often ignores the advice of the smarter person that she deferred to where she'd be like, oh, Sir mm. Barristan, what do you think I should do here? He'd be like, well, I've served in the King's Guard for 65 years and I've seen many kings make many mistakes here. What I would recommend is to forego diplomacy, flee and regroup. She's like, I am a Targaryen. We do not Flee, and it's like uh, that. I don't know what you're asking me to tell you. Like, <laughs> it's like, like that's 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 really the thing with Daenerys is that she nothing that she has achieved has been achieved because of her. She has you parlayed the initial call relationship into something else, into something else, into people being like, hey, you know, these people in Westeros suck cock so hard, I'm going to work for that lady. And then those people show up, and she's got just a, a set, you know, think tank basically. Like, I. She's just a bad leader. And I, I need my ships. I'm just going to bitch and moan about ships for the first four years of this entire show. <laughs> and it's like, you, you could you could have done an infinite number of things to get ships. The you could have started are, that on episode two. Does your family have no money left? Like, a core part of why she has power, and that was just gifted to her. And the, the heat vulnerability heat resistance i'll call it i don't know heat invulnerability that's what i was going for um that's just a born with thing like she's like to back up your point she's not doing things to be great she has done as many things as jesus christ did to be great and many more if you think about it she's done enough things to be a god and to be worshipped she's 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 beaten death multiple times those dragons didn't just happen it's not like somebody gave her dragons like here you are this is the little one they gave her fossilized well, eggs, and 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 her and she magically fucking made them into dragons. But she had nothing to I do just with don't that. Give her Those, credit for that. If if some dude she didn't show up at her wedding, if some dude didn't show up at her wedding with a wonderful okay. gift, she would have. That would have been the end of the Daenerys storyline. That would have been the end because she doesn't have an intrinsic. You know, other than her last name and the fact that somebody gave her dragons, like, I just always watch her scenes, and it's like, what the fuck is she doing that's making situations better? Like, no, she didn't do anything that Jesus did. Like, she she went to slave cities and did, like, a feel-good uh, parade, you know, tour, like a band, where she's like, all right, everybody's free! <laughs> bring me, like, I don't know, three of the masters. How many are there? Thousands, my queen. Just bring, like, three of them. Fuck it. Like, all right, hey, you're all dead. All right, everybody. Everybody happy? Everybody say, call me mom. Call me mother. Everybody in, in unison, call me mother. I'm going to walk <laughs> among you. All right. All right. I will see you later. I'm heading out. Uh, I'm going to get five miles away, and then a fucking raven's going to arrive and go, the masters are retaking the city, and we're all being slaughtered. And then she'll go, oh, my God. But who could have seen this coming? And Jorah will go, well, I did tell you just a few moments before we departed or something like that. Like she's <laughs> she falls ass backwards into every possible mistake. So really, she hasn't liberated any cities. She's shown up, quote, liberated them. And then now all the slaves are getting recaptured and like murdered and shit. I don't like, think so. Not, like, I don't like, think that's left, true anymore. No, she left the second sons behind. In They're Cotham keeping that shit is. straight. Um, no, she conquered those people. Remember when her dragons came down and she fucking killed the two main masters and left one alive? Like, like mm-hmm. slavery's story. dead. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slavery's dead. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think like, she wasn't going to leave before slavery works. was dead. She destroyed all the masters. There, there, there are. She, she's like, and and Tyrion's like, when you go back and someone starts bringing up uh, the good old days of slavery and how how it used to be, remind them what happened when Daenerys Stormborn came. 
remind him of what happened here today. And, and he's like, oh, I will. Just, just fucking let me leave. Just let me my, leave my, now. My whole point is that it's, it's a short-term thing. Because her entire goal has been, I'm going to conquer Westeros. That's my birthright. And so what she, she, you know, sacked these cities. Now there's starving slaves about in this, quote, new awesome world. Which, granted, their previous life was shit, too. But now she's moving all of her possible forces over to Westeros. And you think that immediately people aren't going to retake shit? Like, she left they're people not behind. She left the, her enough. fuck toy, the second son's behind, to maintain uh, order. The second son's and... sells out to whoever. Like, that's why she nah. was hesitant to work with the second son's in the first place. And she sells out. They sell out to anyone willing. Not this guy, right? You know, they, they... They're on the payroll now. Yeah, he's, he's a jilted lover. He, well, that's true. But, <laughs> like, they specifically, like, he had, he was getting money to kill Daenerys, and he said he didn't want the money, and he killed his two partners instead, and he's loyal to Daenerys. And he's been loyal to her for a long time. Without yeah, he loves paid. her. It's, it's yeah. clear that he loves her. Apparently, yeah. she's an excellent fuck. I, I watched season oh, six again, and best. he's like, are you sure you can handle this? She rides dragons. I'm a young man, and I could barely handle her. <laughs> like, apparently, she's a hell of a lay. And, uh, yeah, she's so tiny, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so she left the second sons behind to maintain order, and, of course, the legend of her that she can just come back and drag and fuck people anytime she wants. So that's, mm. I think we're meant to believe that that situation is settled. Yeah. And by the yeah. way, they're not poor and broke and hungry because commerce was like thriving and doing really well until the masters attacked again. But they, you know, sent them back and now they should be uh, with, you know, yeah, healthy commerce fair. again. Getting rid of slavery helps economies. And they figured that out. Because I didn't now know these that. Slaves, is that true? Yeah, it's absolutely true. Because you, you allow people to pursue what they're best at instead of forcing people into basically being farm equipment or building equipment. Or, I get that. you know, what boat construction equipment that is you still have to pay for. You still have to feed and clothe like all those people. It's just inefficient. And I suppose everyone gets to, to like rise mine. to the level of their capability in theory in like a non-slavery economy. Whereas if you have a slavery economy, you rise to the level you were born into. Yeah. That never made yeah. sense to me. You would think that that the people in chart like who had slaves like like, like if slave. First of all, we have slaves now, right? The whole penal system is, is a big slave colony. Those guys are getting okay. 35 cents an hour to make body armor and all that shit. Uh, those are slaves. Like, like, like if 100 years from now, they'll look at like what we're doing right now with, with a million mostly black men locked in penitentiaries behind bars who, who make all of our shit for us. And they'll be like, yeah, that's Isn't that still technically, slavery. That's indentured it, servitude because uh, you, you broke the law and now you're serving out time, right? And you have the option. Indentured servitude was a kind of debt. They made so so what happened yeah. whenever whenever slavery was abolished, there's an except in the case of punishment at the end of that sentence. Like like mm -hmm. like slavery it's slavery. Like 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 I pro it's just it's just slavery. But that's it, because you're controlling their whole life. Like that's why like you're keeping them as basically a slave who can't leave because they did something like murder someone or rape someone or whatever. Or whatever you decide that they did that that now they have to go work. Yeah. To pay for it. I don't know how prison work goes. I always thought that it was like uh, they assign you something, or you could pick certain jobs to like make extra. If you they, could, like, there are there are whole companies that like all of their shit is made in prisons. There's a there are body armor companies that that do not mention them specifically over and over because that's the one that keeps popping in my head. But there's a bunch of them. It's like yeah, their stuff is made. Uh, Victoria's Secret got in trouble because it, it turned out that like their some of their lingerie was being made by prisoners. I heard Rogan talking about this, and Rogan was like, you know, those guys are like rubbing their balls mm -hmm. on those panties and like <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Uh, if I were a woman and I 
frequented Victoria's Secret and I found out that they had, you know, some fucking pedophile, you know, sewing the the mm. little flower on my ass cheek. Like I would I would not want that. That would be uncomfortable. <laughs> I wouldn't want my underwear. Like if I found out that me undies, it's like and it's made of 100% modal, the finest that your prison system can bring it, and, uh, and it's like, oh, what? <laughs> what prisoners? I like, hear you, but I I suspect that in sh- within a few days, they would get bored of what they're making. Like the the like novelty of the fact that it's underwear would just be gone. And you know, but they would be an underground market, right? There'd be other guys like, yo, man, can you give me some panties? I'm going to make Leon wear them. <laughs> you be like, we don't make panties right. big enough to fit Leon. You're going to make the panties I need. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Leon's the size of a Volkswagen bug. <laughs> <Yes>. like... <laughs> I will say this about that episode. They did a good job, I thought, of touching on every character I cared about that I could think mm-hmm. of at that moment. And they, they showed us where they were. And that, that's, that's pretty demanding in a show with this many characters. Like, they, they, they hit on all the main characters that I care about and show me where they are. And I was like, okay, at least we got the board set. At least I know where everything is. Because the pieces have moved significantly since last season. And the timeline, even within this current episode, is a bit confusing. So Arya kills the phrase at the beginning. Then you go to, the, to, to Cersei and, uh, and Jaime standing on the map having a conversation but they know about what Arya did. I don't know how long it takes news to travel by Raven from the Riverlands mm. down to King's Landing, but I'm guessing two weeks, three, maybe a month. It's something like that. And each storyline is like that. Then, of course, like um, uh, 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 Jon Snow has a letter from Cersei. How long did it take a letter to go from King's Landing all the way to, the, to, to Winterfell? Like, like lots of time is passing, not only since last season... But within this episode, and that, and that can be a bit confusing. I wish they would handle that a bit a bit better. Yeah, they didn't cover. They, they don't. They rarely cover time very well in the show. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, we're left to assume often. It, it mm-hmm. usually isn't as jarring to me as it was this episode. Um, and I, I, I liked it though. I, I'm psyched that Game of I, Thrones is a thing again. The, yeah, se- the last season. The last scene with Arya was interesting. I thought. Um, it, and it's one of two things. What was the last Either, scene with her? When she's when she comes upon Ed Sheeran and the Lannister troop, okay. and she's considering killing them un- un- until she gets to know them a little better, and then she decides she's not going to kill them. Um, but but when she, I- I'm mixed on that scene a lot because e- it's meant to do one of two things: either a lull us into a sense of liking these guys so that they can try to rape her next to, in an episode or two, or they just really wanted to show us that hey. First of all, not everybody in this world is evil. Here are a few good men who just happen to be Lannisters. These are family men. They miss their children at home. They miss their wives back home. They have, they have aspirations of growing to be old men. You know, the, she asked a guy, you know, do you want a boy or a girl? I said, oh, a girl. You know, the boys go fight in someone else's war. A girl stay home and take care of her pops when he gets old and stuff. These seem like good guys. Mm-hmm. But the whole time, it's Game of Thrones. So I'm like, they're about to hit her in the head and rape her. They're about <laughs> to hit her in the head and rape her. There's going to be a butt fucking. It's coming. Oh, and, and, that and, would be a huge mistake that, on their part. That guy, that guy with uh, the lazy eye, start, who was super, super friendly. Boom! You know? <laughs> Did you guys like that guy, the lazy eye Lannister soldier, who was just like so you know unbelievable? What? Do you know why the lazy eyed soldier's there? Mm-mm. To take away from the fact that Ed Sheeran is cross-eyed a little bit. They put a even more cross-eyed fellow next to Ed Sheeran so he doesn't look bad. I didn't know who Ed Sheeran was until me somebody neither. told me, and I didn't care either I way. To me, it just seemed like a normal guy singing in the show. I wouldn't, I don't give a fuck. I, we were playing but Battlegrounds last night, guy, and I, that, I told them that I didn't know who Ed Sheeran was. I was like, I don't even know who Ed Sheeran is. And these guys were like, you don't know who Ed Sheeran is, mate. 
He's like the most famous man in the world. He's got like 20 number ones. His album's huge. Everybody knows that Sheeran. Apparently, I'd know him if I was like 20 years old. I mean, old we're all like yeah. really oh, not God. his demographic. I, I, I was reading, I was listening to an audiobook about this guy who's like an expert in marketing and advertising and stuff. And they're like, you know, do you know who Larry Walrus is or whatever the fuck his name is? And it's like, no. If you were 16, you would. He is the biggest thing on Snapchat right now. And I was like, oh, well, I'm old. And, and yeah, I, you know, I, 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 I'm sure a 16 year old Woody would, would know Ed Sheeran, I guess, but I don't. He yeah. sings very well. I, I noticed that right away. Like, like I was he's singing the Hands the, of Gold song. I think you're on something, Kyle, with not with the they're going to try and rape her in two episodes or something, yeah. but that it was a humanizing little tale because with what Ari is doing, she just did something cold blooded. Yeah. Mm. She is a bad bitch now. She just murdered, mass murder. She's a mass murderer at this point. Like, a couple of those strays probably weren't even there at this shit. And they're getting killed anyway. Who knows? But They like, weren't. They definitely weren't. Yeah, they definitely weren't all there. Like, she was trying to get, like, you know, you know, paint with a broad brush. And because, get, because, because she, she would have no ability to know exactly what phrase yeah, that's were the thing. there how would she know she yeah. all she did was she was like she summoned every phrase that that matters is what she says that's like fair. like like all of the the most important phrase and they're all in that but, room uh, but back to her being like a mass murderer like she's getting on the path of like almost sociopathy of like killing people and as long as it's toward her goal of like vengeance then she's fine she needs uh like a an act like this in her story to show like, oh, she's not losing it. Like she really is. She's still there. It's still Arya. She's not evil. She just is. Is she's not going to needlessly harm people? She doesn't have to because that's not the who she is as a character. At least that's what I hope. Because if I, she I, hurts that lazy-eyed guy who answered every question and like, it's almost like like the people writing the lines obviously are like, what's the nicest way someone could put this? Like she'd so yeah. be like, so you live around here? It's like. Oh, back in uh, Casterly Rock, one of the worst places in the world, I'll tell you. And they're and she's like, oh, they don't even like their own like capital city. It's, they think it's dangerous and shitty. Like, do you you don't want you want kids? Oh, I can't wait to hug my little girl. You know, I'll take <laughs> care of her as long as I can. I I just want her to be safe or like whatever that shit. And like it was, I don't know. I really I think it's gonna it be would, a test for It her. would piss me off if Arya harmed the nice people she met. That's going to be the test. She's going to, and, and that's my best guess, is that she's going to travel down to King's Landing with this group of soldiers, and along the way, some stuff is going to happen, and she's going to have to make a choice. And, and at some point, she might either defend them or kill them. Um, and, 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 and that's going to be the thing that happens. And if, uh, Did you guys watch the preview for next episode? I didn't, but someone spoiled a bit of it to, to me, so I wanted to discuss no, that. I'm not sure. Uh, um, okay, then neither of you will know the thing that's going to happen ne next episode. Um, but but a character, kind of a character. You can tell us. It's uh, Nymeria will will show back up. Um, Who's uh, that? The wolf that, that's uh, that's I think that's Arya's wolf. I, I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's been loose in the and the Riverlands leading a pack of wolves for a long time. They they've been too cheap with the wolves in the TV show. They've been too cheap with the wolves. The wolves played a much bigger role in the books. They were the partner sidekicks. They did a lot with them. In the TV show, they got some wolves, and as soon as they got bigger than normal wolves and needed some CGI, suddenly they're not there anymore. And then it doesn't look cool, and it's just like it's distracting when they run into battle because you see a bunch of like people on the other side, the 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 extras or stuntmen or whoever fights, like 
you can always, no matter how good an actor is, you can always tell when they're like pretending to see a bear <laughs> or something. They're like, oh, oh. And it's like a, like you just know they're standing there looking it's, at a wall. No better like, than the oh, performance this is you just the biggest gave. bear we've ever come across. <laughs> and it's like you, your eyes are darting all over the place. Where are you looking at on this bear? Like how big is it? Like yeah, yeah, you're you can right. always notice that shit. And it was awful with the wolves. So I didn't mind the wolves, um, but 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 it didn't make any sense for for John's wolf ghost not to be at the Battle of the Bastards at all. That if there was ever an all or nothing moment, that was it, and it made zero sense not to have the wolf there. That's when I don't like the wolves not appearing. When clearly it should be there, it's like your ace in the hole. When when the chips are really down, like I mean, think about it, if it were us and we were we always had this feud with our neighbor, and they, it could come to to swords and shields at any moment, you'd probably consider your dog as like kind of a chip that you had in your favor yeah. you know I well if he tell. gets inside if they if if the tullys next door ever get inside make sure you let the dogs loose that's our ace in the hole you know right so mm. so john snow not being like ghost i haven't fed them in 11 days <laughs> <laughs> the dogs are dead my lord <laughs> <laughs> uh. Shit. That, that reminds me of like a riddle i got told when i was like in second grade and at the time like i was like no, I've been bamboozled. Someone was like, would you rather, you know, open a door with, uh, you know, a, a, a tiger behind it that hasn't eaten in a month or open a door behind, you know, a, you know, another second grader who wants to murder you? And it was like, the second grader, obviously. Like, I could probably take another second grader and it's like, but the tiger that hasn't eaten in a month is dead. And as like a kid, you're like, oh, I hadn't even, like that that gif where like that lady's looking at all the math equations going mm -hmm. around, figuring it out. And I'm like, ah, oh, yes. Oh. And you kind of log that away. You log that away, like critical thinking. That's how people grow up. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor on raising kids. Yes. Anyway, I thought it was a good episode overall, but I might go back and watch it later and realize that it was kind of the uh, Thrones colored glasses that I was looking through because that definitely is true. I, I did the same thing with Breaking I, Bad. What? I haven't rewatched it, but I really did enjoy it. I, I, it. I was surprised to see the people on the Internet not enjoy it as much as I did. So I liked uh, I guess I like Jon Snow's scenes. They weren't great. Um I, they weren't I, great at all. I liked like I, when Sansa kind of undermined him, and like I, they're going back and forth, and I'm like, you know, I don't really know where I sit on this issue. Do you punish the kids no. for the? Do you, do you, eh. you want these guys on your side? Like, it was really easy to tell for me when he's John's like, right. when he's like, kids, come up here. Oh, <laughs> at that point, yeah. When when he when he John, said, my John decision and is final. Know that. They know that those kids are sitting in their fucking room with him, and Sansa's like, give the castles to the men who fought and died for you. <laughs> and John's like, "What about those two kids there? <laughs> you know, and that little girl and that that little and that boy comes forward and he's got you know and it's the uh, the 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 umber sword yeah. you know with the rings yeah. on the end and he's like, fuck. he's like, will you you know swear to me for this time and all?' And those kids are like, absolutely. It's and like you know, in that moment, he's made. Like, Yo, I have no other you, choice. <laughs> I guess no. So. <laughs> I disagree so much. Like those kids really? are so happy with that. But yeah. like like when I saw that moment, I was like." He made such a great decision. That girl and that guy are going to sing this man's praises for the rest of their lives. Their grandchildren are going to be here, but hear about the merciful Jon Snow and how when it was t when when we were when our house was led to the darkness and we all and the world almost ended because of it. This guy came in, forgave us, rose us, uh, raised us back up, and like led us to this new place where we are yeah. now. Like it was a tactical move where he had one option where he could 
further alienate two houses that he needed and, and give those castles to someone who's already on his side, who he and already has, has in his pocket. Or he could, you know, make a show of bequeathing it back to those families, which is exactly what Kyle said would happen. They'd all be like, oh, we, we're, are we, are we, my lord, are we going to meet up with uh, Jon Snow's battle? Yeah, yeah, our entire, everybody we got is going because we got to make sure it, that, because but, like all, all that John, like I didn't like what Sansa did at all in that scene because if you have, it's like the first fucking rule of business, anything, that you never go into a meeting on different teams. You never go oh, yeah, in yeah, yeah. and go like, all right, we're going to do this and that. And then someone goes, well, we don't want to do that per se. We want to take this route, right? And then suddenly you're putting a front that is not trustworthy, it's not steadfast, and they're not organized. And that's something that people disrespect, and they're going to be thinking, well, who who's in charge here? Who's the one running so, shit? Like, Sansa should have known better and kept her mouth shut because that just reflected badly on everyone. And it makes her right. Part- they should have gone in on the same page. But I feel like... You're probably right on the Jon Snow decision making. I think the way it's going to lay out is they're going to yeah, make Jon sure. a good ruler, etc. Having said that, like pretend take away like the way that the authors are laying out the story. The decision that he had to make, you could there's a world where another house betrays him out of cowardness or whatever, and cowardice, and uh, and then he he gets to think, well, you know what. It's okay to fuck over Jon Snow because nothing really like it might not work out for me, but my kids, my kids keep this castle. He, he and, killed them all. They they that but all their families are dead, and so basically On his the option field was of battle, though, right? Like, yes, it's like yeah, if this works happens. out, this goes well. He was going to be on the field of battle one way or the other, so he could just join the favorites, even if that's not the person you pledge loyalty to, which is what he did, knowing that. The only penalty is him dying. There's an even greater certainty that he'll die if he joins the underdogs, right? So he's not really laying any precedent stopping families from betraying him in the future. I think he's, he's inspiring. He's, I think he's inspiring them to love him, not fear him. And and, and like one, one will work and one won't. It, Cersei's all about making everybody fear her. And and like Jamie said, you're the queen of three kingdoms at best. Okay, at this point, you just keep. Cersei's the one who's always like, oh, they wronged us? Well, kill their children. Oh, take this from them. Take that from them. And she just inspires hatred to her. Everybody hates her. Jon is the guy who inspires love. These people love Jon. That scene in this episode reminded me a lot of last season when um, when uh, Lady Mormont stands up and she calls the Glovers out. And, and, uh, and the Glover guy finally stands up after she said her thing and he's like, you're right. We, we broke faith. Uh, um, I all I can when a man's wrong, all he can do is admit he was wrong and ask forgiveness. And John goes, "There's nothing to forgive, my lord." And the and you can see like those words struck him like the hardest slap in the face. Like he was just like he was just like, "We will stand with the Starks until the breaking For of now, the world." Two and, weeks ago, he didn't stand with him. Two weeks ago, he but, tried uh, to murder two his weeks father. Ago, yeah. Two weeks ago, that guy yeah, wasn't in charge. Well, two weeks ago, that guy was not the guy making decisions. Well, so specifically like, well, in this episode, it was, and, and he wasn't trying to kill them. They were just the ones who, that was the one, that, the Glovers are the guys who Sansa and Jon show up at the cast, and they're like, will you fight with us? And he's like, who's in your army? And he's like, Wildlings. He's like, ah, oh, I, I can't believe it. You brought Wildlings down here. I had heard about that. Look, Ramsay just helped us take this castle back, and now you want us to join with you to go fight Ramsay with Wildlings. I respected your father, but I just can't do that. But, you know, that's the Glover guy. So okay. I think that John's Good inspiring memory. love with the North. I think everybody there is, uh, you know, the, the, whole, the Stark name means something. I, 
I, I think he, he's really uh, solidified it, them in the best You might be right, but I'm really just playing devil's advocate because John definitely got houses. fucked over by everybody, to, you know, what I'm calling two weeks ago. And, uh, and the notion that like this, like he's infallible. Yeah, if he was infallible, he would have built a better army and he wouldn't have been so you know, close to losing to Ramsey. If he was infallible, a couple of those houses wouldn't oh, have gone the other way. They don't want infallible though. They don't well, want they, they want respectable and honorable and well, and here's and, the thing that good. nobody nobody's seeing is like he's still he's not I mean he's king in the north but there's still houses and people that aren't like rallying behind him if when those houses show up he goes all your shit gone and you're banished executed whatever we don't need you to go forward he's just made two enemies and he's sending a message out to everyone else who hasn't rallied behind him yet of hey it is too late to get on my team. So you better mm. buckle down and defend. Whereas and if course, he does what he did, he makes it clear that, hey, these people who, you know, they're not the same people who made the decision, so I'm letting them back in the fold. And it, he's making it very obvious to everyone, like, now is the time well, the one because I'm, I'm the accepting decision. all comers. The, With what? Was it Umbridge? Yeah, the, the older Umber? guy. Yeah, Umber. He did make that decision to fuck over John, and John forgave him. There's nothing to forgive. And he did. If, at that point, if there are I think other he houses really... out there, then you bring up a good point. All I'm saying is that the other thing that he's telling people, and like, look, I acknowledge what you guys are saying, but I'm not getting the same in return. Everyone's like, no, absolutely. Fuck over, John. Nothing happens. You get to keep your house. You get to keep your kids. You get to keep everything. There's no punishment for fucking Jon Snow. We've That's... seen the punishment but for fucking Jon Snow. Right he now, there's a mutually assured Everyone who has fucked Jon died. Nope. Everyone. Nope. He, we he just described them. Umber. He, he kills them. He killed. He killed little John Umber on the field of battle. The uh, the redheaded uh, wildling had stabbed him in the eyeball the one that, with an that, antler and the bit one his he throat told out. There was nothing to forgive. That guy fucked John. That guy. That said, guy did not fuck John. Oh, he really? wasn't at the battle at all. Yeah, that, he didn't go different. to the battle. He pledged loyalty to him and then honors no. that pledge when it's convenient to him. Negative. No, 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 no. That's, that's, the, that's my whole. He's thing one of the bannermen. He's yeah to the Starks and and yeah. There are no, and it made a lot of sense in that moment. He's like, there were no Starks. You've, you've brought Wildlings down. You're not a Stark. She's a Bolton, I'm pretty sure. And and Ramsay just helped us pick this castle pretty back up. Convenient. The most important thing to look at, of course, is his is the is the the real thing. The final thing John said, we don't have time for, to be figuring out who needs to get slapped on the wrist and who needs their hands taken off. The army of the dead's coming, and they're going to take all of us, no matter what. So. Men, women, the children, arm the goats, arm the pigs. Like, like we don't have time to like squabble and, so and give these guys houses to those to guys who already have houses. Put a period in this sentence. You think Senza had no point at all, and then her decision. None at all. Not None at, at all. all. Yeah. None yeah. at all. Like okay. it was just bad tactically. It would be like if you went into your plan, Woody, and you were the general, you were the Jon Snow, and you had, you know, jackie or hope or someone next to you and as you were laying out your plan that you had thought out and you knew because you'd been around these people you knew them better and you were saying you're gonna do this you're gonna do that uh you two you get your houses back because in your head you're like because we need those fucking nine thousand men and if we don't get those nine thousand men white walkers are gonna kill us so you know we have the mutually assured destruction between all of our houses right now so that's enough to bind us together and then jackie goes well, that's a, that's not a good idea. What kind of leader are you? That's not what I'm talking about. Though. Who are you to do that? That's like, off topic. You like, like we both, we all are on the same page with the she shouldn't have publicly defied him. Yeah. I'm just saying, the thought process that she had, maybe if they had hashed it out behind closed doors ahead of time, wasn't insane to me. The the idea oh, that you could see just... that's that's what I definitely think. I think her plan is insane because there's no way that it could have helped the cause. All it could have done 
is send those that little boy and that little girl or young man and young woman, whatever, that do have authority in their large houses, their major houses, mm-hmm. and make it so that they're no longer players. So they're going to die in their own castles from the White Walkers in their own time. And then uh, the basically those castles, they, they'll fucking take all the, them as soldiers and suddenly, oh shit, we should have welcomed them back into the fold because now they're all members of the zombie legion. The Umbers are the northernmost house, I think. So they're the ones who are going to have to deal with them first. And like, if you give their castle to, like, I don't know who, I, just one of the other houses that already has a castle, then they're just going to man it with half as many soldiers. You're just making them rich, not making them more yeah. powerful. You know, it, it's... It, and the White Walkers are coming, so... I felt felt like Sansa was being super petty, like 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 she wanted she just she just wanted to hurt someone because she had been hurt by these people. She was being, John is the opposite of that. Like 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 sure he killed those guys who stabbed him in the heart, but he's all about forgiveness and uh, and like you know letting bringing everybody onto our team and and just just trying to get everybody to understand it. It's not always just brute force violence. And I like this line about you know my father always said the man who gives the sentence should execute it. You know, I've tried to live by that. I've killed men who, you know, he had a great speech that laid all that out. He's like, I've killed men who who, who didn't obey my orders. But in this case, just, it, it, I like what he did a lot. And and I feel like those, he, he solidified those two houses as like his fucking main, bottom bitches, right? Like they're so tight with him. If someone did that to me, I'm putting myself in that child's shoes. Like, first of all, he probably didn't like little John Umber. That guy seemed like a real cunt. The guy with the beard. His his dad was probably oh, he was probably mean to his kid. character with the beard. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> so he's probably thinking. So so, so th- those kids white are guy? so happy about yeah yeah white yeah. guy beard okay about this long. <laughs> the, the 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 great John Umber's son, little John, who uh, who was just an enormous fucking person with the with the rings at the ends of his sword, um, who got his eyes stuck. Yeah, stabbed yeah, I know. Head. I keep repeating the like, same thing. I, I just feel like. The decision wasn't obvious to me. I know maybe in these two cases the, the kids are going to be very loyal, but there's plenty of other bannermen who are going to be like, oh, well, I guess okay to fuck John. All he's going to do is forgive me. That's how John rolls. So we'll see if it happens or not. Yep, we'll see. Well, um, he'll kill you. He'll forgive your children, though. I guess yeah. that's, the only, that's the only peace of mind you'd have. You're like, well, he won't kill my children, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, let's fuck him. You know, yeah. <laughs> the kids will live. Let's get him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the dice. You well, know? <laughs> no, see, what you guys are forgetting is he went with the favorite instead of the underdog, right? The next time John is an underdog, these guys are going to be like, oh, well, fuck, I guess I'll take the greater chance of survival. Don't think they'll join the army of the dead, though. That's, that's all John not. has to worry about. Uh, like, I, like, John's no, no, not but, worried about him joining with the zombies, so. Yeah. For right now, that really is the only worry. It's like there is one united force up here in the north. We all have to be it. And we're not even fighting another army that's going to give you jewels and gold and silver mm-hmm. or weapons or women. You're fighting an army that will seize your body and make you a zombie. Like I'm it's, thinking the long game, not this particular army. You know, but maybe, yeah, like the, and I'll also like, admit this isn't a case where you look at not the long game. Think, I can get not thinking about the long game in this situation because like, the long game is really the question of: Are we still going to be around? I know, in, I know. In this four particular years? corner case is is you know, <laughs> particular. Yeah, specific. this particular corner case, uh, you're dealing with such a threat. You don't maybe don't look to the next one, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, and I'm it, with John on this whole thing. Like, like, how are the Lannisters going to get up there and fuck with them? Right? Like, the, the, 
It's a southern army, and it's a long way. They got to go through the twins. Now, I and think Edmure we're supposed is gonna to be... think Sansa's right in this case. I'm sorry, I cut you off, but it, Sansa and um, her wisdom—like we're supposed to think that she picks something up when she when they're down there. Cersei will find a way. Nah, I think we're we're supposed no? to. What we're supposed to take from their disagreement is that Littlefinger is liking this discontent between yeah, the two yeah. of them and is planning to draw drive a wedge there. But we're also supposed to realize that. Sansa's one step, exactly one, ahead of Littlefinger. She knows exactly what he wants. He wants that pussy. And, and, and she knows it. And power. And, uh, and she knows how to manipulate him. And I think Littlefinger is now going to be manipulated by Sansa. You're finally going to get what you want. Sansa is going to be uh, the manipulator. She's going to pull Littlefinger's strings a bit, and he's yeah. going to do something. Right. I did figure out we were supposed to see that Littlefinger was get, trying to drive a wedge by the 94 cuts to him during the disagreement. <laughs> it's like, I get yeah. it, you're banging me over the head he's with Littlefinger's fucking, like, <laughs> twisted his mustache over there. Like, yeah, I get it, I get it. Littlefinger loves it, I get it, I get it. Yeah. yeah he was At one, one point, you could hear him in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He dons a monocle and a top Then we go tie this wedge to a... <laughs> Do the double mustache twirl for that one. Yeah, right. yeah, that was a little ham-handed. Uh, well, that was a lot of Game of Thrones stuff. Yeah. Uh, hey, do, can we do a fitness roundtable? One hundred and sixty-eight point eight. Sure. Really? You are still losing weight. Okay. And Taylor, are you working out again? I uh, I started working out again yesterday because my hmm. thumb's good enough now that I can uh -huh. I can start lifting. And so I, you know, back on it. Awesome. Back yeah. on it. I'm trying to like ratchet up the, the dieting a bit, but that's just so hard when you're working out because like your body's telling you like, you need food, you need food. Like it's not even like a, a boring kind of hungry. Like I can tell sometimes laying in bed, mm. like, am I, am I, am I, do I believe I'm hungry or am I actually hungry? And I'll be like, no, no, I'm really hungry. Like, <laughs> and then you have to try and sleep through that. But the working out, I'm back on it. And I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited to be back on it. I feel so much better about myself. Like it's that just that extra checkbox of something you accomplished yeah, that day makes that all the difference. I don't know it's your body that feels better as much as it is that you're proud of you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's a huge part of it. Is like, look at me. I stuck to something, and you know, and yeah, I don't know. It's like when you make a good, healthy decision, it impacts your other decisions because you want to like not sell that down the river. Like you don't want to eat a whole pecan pie. Unless, like, well, Kyle's situation was different because you were you had lost a bananas amount of weight very quickly. Are you working out still, Kyle? Not as much. Maybe two days a week, lifting weights. That's good. Still something. Yeah. So real quick for me, uh, I'm still lifting weights. I'm still doing the kettlebells. I'm really reliable at it. Uh, Friday, I was kind of hurt, so I did, like, a modified routine that skips stuff that hurt my back. It was like my rib cage that hurt. Anyway, Monday, I killed it. I always kill on Mondays and then tend to, like, like, on Wednesday, I'm not fully recovered. Then Friday, I'm not fully, fully recovered. But Mondays, I'm awesome, so I was. And my weight is down to 201, which is a new low for me. And nice. I, I just want to lose two more pounds. I feel like, I think it's somewhat psychological. I've been losing that slowly. But, like, from 205 to 199, just feels like it's taken forever. And uh, uh, But I'm a, I was a low 201, like 201.2 or 201.0. So it's, like, just another pound and a fraction and my weight starts yeah. with one. It seems like nothing, but, you know, it's the work. By it. PKA, I bet you'll be at 200 point something. I could be. Yeah, in right two days, I think I could be cost. at 200. I've, uh, this is a completely different topic, mm. but I guess it's time. I, I, 
Uh, it's almost time to end the show. But so, so I'm going to talk about this more on PK this week because I'm kind of into it right now. I've been watching these YouTube videos of these this guy who reviews MREs, meals ready to eat, you know, military packaged meals. And I thought that sounded pretty lame at first mm-hmm. until, until I started watching. And he reviews international MREs. So you get to see what the UAE get in theirs, the Italians and Ch- the Chinese. And like some of them are just pathetic. And some of them, you're like, wow, that's incredible. Like the Italians get this little uh, cordial of alcohol and like two or three out of seven really? of their meals, a little shot of booze in there. Um, and, uh, and he starts, and he's got old MREs like from World War II, Vietnam, and he had some hardtack, which is like these, uh, these cracker biscuit type things from the Civil War. From the Civil War, 155-year-old cracker. He, he's like, smells like mothballs and library books <laughs> taste like mothballs too. <laughs> and, and, and but as he goes through each one i'm That's like fascinated sitting there watching, i don't know I, i'm fascinated sitting there watching him like some of them have the the automatic heating elements inside of them some of them have these little stoves that come with them and uh he, i watched one last night and it looked so good that i was like all right, all right, I'm buying some MREs. I, I had to order the case of MREs that, that he was eating from. Is it like a variety pack? It's a variety pack, and each each meal is like kind of a gourmet thing. It's absurd how like nice each meal looked. Um, so so I, I'll break those out on PKA. They, they should be have like a lot of calories, those MREs. Like they're for people who are in the field burning calories. They have different ones. Um, okay. They, it's, it, the, and he reviews all different kinds Soldiers of things. Soldiers told he, me that, so I could be wrong. Yeah, oh, no, it's true, I'm sure, because he, he had this, like, one energy bar that was, he's just like, ah, oh, it's like, just, it's just butter and sugar, just butter and sugar. <laughs> he's like, like, 1,800 calories and just this bar here. But uh, a lot of meals are, like, I think 1,200. Uh, they're not that many calories, but, but like, a 24-hour ration has multiple meals in it. That's the thing. Like, like one little thing has, like, breakfast, lunch, and dinner in it. My calorie deficit, I think is about 600 a day, right? If I'm losing a pound a week, that's 3,500 calories in a pound. Is that about right? So yeah. 3,500 divided by seven is 500 calories a day, right? So like an 1,800 calorie bar would set me back for half a week. Like that one meal would... would absorbed it all, yeah. I don't know how that works. The math of it, it really betrays how much like difference there is between a responsible cheat day and like a balls to the wall you know (laughs) cookies and candy cheat day because you can eat like over a week of progress out no problem like one one pack of oreos and you're like Mm. you know a whole week in the the drain you know i don't know how many calories are in that but that's a lot i'm reading that fiber has a lot to do with how much you absorb like everyone thermodynamics they say the you know calories in calories out whatever but apparently like if you have 500 calories of apple uh your body keeps keeps a lot less of that than 500 calories of like sugar where your body is an expert at converting that into stored energy Makes um, sense. You know, because and, and the fiber content apparently has a lot to do with whether it just rips right through you or uh, becomes fat i uh I, I found and it's just one guy in a small sample size but i feel like if i don't do a cheat day it actually holds me back if i stay really like if I go two weeks without a cheat day, those are the weeks where I don't lose anything. And I almost have to bring in a cheat day so my body starts, you know, burning again. Hmm. Not a cheat day, a cheat meal. Yeah, um, yeah. Makes sense. Because it's like then with a cheat meal almost or cheat day, whatever, it's like you're you're 
you're breaking your diet with the intent of getting back to it. And so it's like a its own con- self-control test, you know, where it's I, like, whereas if you're totally on the diet and then like four months in you cheat, maybe you have like that catastrophizing thought process <laughs> of like, it's all over, it's done, you know, because that's how most diets end is someone just, eats like shit and then they go well, well i guess it's hopeless you know and then uh, my apart. cheat meals usually like i get one cheat meal a week and it's like oh i can't wait i can't wait it's gonna be thursday it's gonna be lunch it's gonna be thai food there's never this thought process that like this is my new life it's they're letting me out of solitary to see the sunshine for one afternoon i can't wait it's gonna be great you know I, i'm not thinking i'm out just that's that i do not know what happened, like how this story ends, right? When I hit 190, which is my goal weight, I think that I think I look really good at 190. When I hit 190, like, what does a maintained diet look like? Do I get to have a milkshake a week? Right now, I look at milkshakes like, like they're gonna burn me or something, right? Like, like they, they, you know, put a yeah. crucifix against them. Do- I, what? All right, so like, I don't think that I'm a, a good model for this, but mm-hmm. but like, what I, I certainly don't gain weight. Um, uh, quickly, uh, I think, and what I do is I just, I, I eat like two meals a day and, and one of them is like any fucking thing I want usually. Um, like, like sometimes it's crazy. Um, last night I had spaghetti and, uh, meat sauce and I, I had like three pieces of garlic bread. And I mean, when I, when I make a bowl of spaghetti, I make a bowl, like a cereal bowl full, brimming full of spaghetti with meat sauce and Romano and Parmesan cheese piled on top. And, uh, and then I ate half a pint of ice cream, caramel ice cream after that. And, um, but I don't think I had eaten that day. Like, 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 mm. like I hadn't eaten leading up to that. Um, that's how you get away with it. You do like mini binges where you'll be like, Oh, I haven't eaten in like 18 hours. And then you get that whole yeah. day's worth of calories. And then you're like, I can't possibly eat for another 18 hours. <laughs> I go, like, I, I definitely, t- there are full days where like, if I, I'll just, if I get really hungry, I'll just like ignore it for an hour and it'll just go away and uh, and 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 I'll be fine. I do that a lot. Like like I almost never eat breakfast, almost never eat lunch, um, but two meals a day maximum usually. It's it's rare that I eat a third meal. And I and I I this is my this is the best soda in the world. If you like Dr Pepper, Dr Pepper Ten is the best. All of the ten uh, calorie sodas are excellent. I don't know what sweetener they use that only puts ten calories in a twelve ounce soda, but whatever that is. They make a root beer, an Sprite. orange drink, a, a, a like a, a Sierra Miss Sprite type thing, um, and uh, maybe a Sun Kiss. Dude, I love these. I have grown to actually like my water. I think my water tastes good, and I swear, me of two and a half months ago would have called water some kind of drink of sadness, like a prison food kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> I, I like, especially if it's cold. The the water from my faucet is okay but the water from my refrigerator comes out like really like you know really cold yeah and like i'll guzzle that stuff like it's a treat i'm just like this water's extra good and I can cold water burns calories I, a very teeny amount probably oh come on but, it's got to be a significant amount your body's having to like warm all that liquid up like whatever it takes whatever energy it takes to warm that freezing cold liquid to 98 degrees or maybe your body uses less energy to keep itself cool i don't know well it takes one calorie to increase the temperature of one cubic centimeter of water one degree right yeah if we're using a flame if we're using a flame that's pretty good efficiency but we're using your body (laughs) but anyway i i have honest to goodness reprogrammed myself 
to like food that's not as good. <laughs> yeah, I have come that's to actually say when appreciate they drinking vegetables. Soda. And, yeah, yeah, I, I done like I, I haven't had any soda I, since um since like April fifteenth, which was kind of like my start date. I've had maybe one sweet tea uh, at at the Thai restaurant, and that was probably six weeks ago. Have you ever had a Thai it's, tea? Yes, they are great, but they're not on my menu. Do you know what's in it? <laughs> I, I think what's in it, and I'm probably wrong about this. It's like half some sort of really strong Thai tea, or that's tasty, mm-hmm. and then like half cream. Yeah, oh, like that's... cream, and 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 they st- mm. and it's so fucking sweet and like delicious. It's called uh, it's called whitey cream. Whitey cream. Yeah, Y T E E cream. Oh, I thought like, it was a racial like very... joke. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> they, they, okay. they just serve it to the white people. Um, I, uh... Thai tea, Y tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... Oh, yeah, there are a lot of foods that are just great that I look at... I Like, what's, what's working for me is a level of food snobbery. You know, like... like I, I saw someone eating Funyuns recently, and it was like, oh, how could you? Funyuns? Funyuns are beneath me. And, and that is the kind of thought process that's kept me off of that kind of food. I, I heard Rogan talking recently about like that experience of being deprived of something every day, some other everyday comfort or food or something like that for a period of time, and then how much you appreciate it when you get back. He mentioned being, I don't know if he was in Alaska, he was on some hunt, just mm-hmm. wet and cold for a week, and he's like, I get back to L.A., I'm just driving my car happy. I'm just happy in my car because it's warm and I'm in my car and I, it's not wet and cold. And his guest had his guest was really interesting. His, his name was Perez. I can't think of his first name. It was, it's like Joe, episode 859, something like that. Anyway, this guy, he's a Latino comedian. Uh, he, punch, he gets in a fight on a basketball court, beats the guy up. Fast forward three years later, he's, got, he's put all that violence and like hard shit behind him, and he's a comedian. He's gotten his own special on Showtime. He's been on Comedy Central a little bit and like some like those little shows where they talk shit back and forth like Yo Mama or something. He's getting his life together. The man he punched sees the Showtime special. Fast forward maybe another year. He's been sentenced to three years in prison. Oh. So he and he and so he's he's the best Joe Rogan guest ever, I think, huh. because he's got this experience of being both a comedian and having done some shit like go to fucking prison for three years. And he had a great time in prison because like they found the guards found out he was a comedian and they're like, you want to do some shows for us? So he ends up doing fucking shows in prison. All of the prisoners like him. And, and, and he's like, I don't know that. I don't know what I can say. I'm not a clean comment. And they're like, no, no, no. We already talked to the white supremacists. They said you can say whatever you want. They just want to show. <laughs> and he's so he's like doing shows for the prisoners and then after a while they're like hey we're gonna have like some staff and administrators come come down and we want you to be the example of the model prisoner the the big turnaround we want you to do a comedy show for all of them but but no cursing and he's like all right cool but i won't i won't kfc he's like and joe and joe i was just talking shit but right after that show they handed me two two liters of coca-cola and a bucket of kfc <laughs> and i was the, he's like and i walked back and gave each one of my people a piece of chicken and he, he's like, it was just like that scene in Shawshank Redemption when they're on the roof with the beers. He's like, it was just like that. It and was for the, just a few minutes on that summer evening. <laughs> they I love it when you guys know the dialogue. Like, yeah, yeah like, it, like I'm like, whoa, that's really it. And sometimes the accents are good. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. 
didn't, didn't mean that as a dig. In my head, it was no, a compliment no, I somehow. I don't, I don't really anticipate because there are some accents you try, and like as it's coming out, you're like, oh, this isn't even close. I can't like, relate. Like, I can't relate. No, I kind of nail them. I, I, like, <laughs> oh, what yeah, happens to me, I get like four words in and be like, one, I don't know how to do this. Two, I don't know what he'd say. This is yeah. really not working out well. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, fuck. The only two things you need for an impression. <laughs> <laughs> what they sound like and what they'd say. Yeah, yeah. My favorite is the Ugandan accent because I, I I feel like it's it's pretty spot on. At least it's as spot to on me, as you need yeah. to be. And um and and, <laughs> and I fucking love making fun of that group of people. Uh, oh, me and Chiz. That, that accent at, makes guests a little uncomfortable sometimes because they they see it as, which is silly. Get yes. uncomfortable if they want to. I saw that. Uh, I saw a whirlybird thing. That's not what they're called, but they're 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 like they're these private helicopters, Woody. That that are like oh. I don't know, 150 horsepower or something. It's really small cockpit. Might be called they're a like mosquito. Many different brands, I'm sure. But and, and there's like two seaters and stuff, and they're like 60,000 pounds or something. But I was looking at these things, and uh, and I was like, ah. To save money, I should build my own. And then I remembered that fucking guy from Nigeria with that yellow costume on from ONA yeah. who made his own. He, he had he, had, he was pretending, I guess, like he had made his yeah. own helicopter. Come on. Yeah, where he was like, uh, where and the and the reporter was just indulging this guy, yes. and he kept calling him. He's like, uh, and he had like the South African accent. He's like, Flight Lieutenant, Flight Lieutenant Mugumbe, what do you need to do to make sure this can take off the ground? You know, because South Africans have that weird pacing. He's mm -hmm. like, and then he, he really, the guy himself doesn't even talk much in that video. He just like gestures and, and, and points at uh, the electrical part in the front and is like, the and this is moves. where you turn the rotor of the automobile. It, uh, it does fly. It has flown multiple times and I am the one that has flown it. You can ask anyone here and they will confirm for you that I have flown this <laughs> machine. And they'll be like, it's absolutely remarkable, Flight Lieutenant. Flight Lieutenant, what else have you done to improve Aviation in South Africa. I, uh, it is 100% electric, as far as I know. You know, it's like, <laughs> dude, I, I, the oh, one that I saw, clip. he hadn't flown it, and and again, they completely indulged him. The authorities actually stopped him from flying, like he was breaking some sort of rule. But it, like, remember the boy who took apart an alarm clock and made it look like a bomb, and they acted like yeah. he was some brilliant engineer, and Obama had him into the White House. Huge mistake. Yeah, it was yeah. ridiculous. It was stupid, 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 stupid. And Trump uh, sent him to Gitmo. Trump would have <laughs> sent him to Gitmo. He could. I don't know. Trump pro hopefully would wisely ignore him, like Obama should have done. Yeah. But uh, um, anyway, that's what this guy was like. All he really did is have access to a junkyard and make a make-believe flying machine. I think it was a helicopter. Like yeah. it, it has like a you know what a box fan is. You know they're like twenty-four inches. You put them next to the door and they blow on you. That's like his rotor you know yeah, like, oh yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's a bit angled the wrong way yeah. <laughs> probably yeah yeah and, and like he's, nothing he's has a, worked he's a it looks like a kid made a treehouse out of scrap metal and shaped it like a helicopter yes, that's perfect. what it looks like and perfect. And, it, and he's wearing a uniform too that's the best part that matches it's all big bird yellow it's mm -hmm. all big bird yellow. The, the, the the chopper his his get up his helmet he's got a helmet on being ah. nice to him is racist it is the racism of low expectations they should no. be they should be saying, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. They, they should be joke. like, dude, go to it's school. It's a gag. Oh, well, maybe I'm wrong about that then. I, 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 not, he knows he hasn't flown it. The report, everyone knows he hasn't flown It's a gag. I feel dumb.
<laughs> Look at this. I mean, Kyle, what about this picture? This thumbnail screams gag to you. <laughs> is, it, is it the bicycle helmet or is it the Japanese flag he has painted on his Zimbabwe helicopter? Tell us, flight of Planet Bugumbe, what have you done to advance? It's like, it's so clear <laughs> that he's just being ridiculous. Uh, I, I, I literally thought that, like, he was trying to pretend that he was some future aviator, and the reporters were trying to pretend like he had an accomplishment. Like when you see when he turns on the rotors for this thing, it's like a broken ceiling <laughs> fan. Is it this? is so slow and uh, lethargic. Oh, it's seventeen minutes. We can't watch that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I strongly re uh, suggest it. If you search like O and A and like fake helicopter, you'll Zimbabwe see it. helicopter. Oh, I'm yeah, looking at Taylor's yeah. thing here. Yeah, those are really fun. Yeah. Lots of shit. Yeah, we're yeah. at an hour and 20, or about an hour and a half, really. I felt like we should go a little long because we, 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 we did Game so much Thrones. Game of Thrones talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but we got our fitness talk. And there in was and a good 15 whatever. minutes of disagreeing about Sansa. This <laughs> 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 show would, well, it won't get any, don't get me wrong, but it would have benefited from some editing. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, so that was PKN episode 153. I had fun. Me too.